Hello there, and thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 260 for patch 6.1. Our topic for this episode is building your garrisons for raiding. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root, and I play a Goblin Warlock. And this is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up in episode number 260 of HearthCast, we have the best buildings for your rating tune. We'll play a deadly round of HearthCast AoE with Evelix and a whole bunch more. So, hey, Root. Hello there, for Echo Face. How was your week in the Blizzard universe? It was really fun. I did Black Rock Foundry uh, raiding. That's always cool to do. I got some upgrades, which is did you? always nice. Uh, we we uh, you know we went to a um, loot system for coins. You know, I'm not going to say which one it is, but you have currency and you get coins for being in the raid. Is and, this an add-on you're talking yeah, about? Okay. Yeah. And you get this currency that's built into the add-on. You get little points and stuff for being in raid on time, killing a boss, a bunch of other stuff. And we implemented a new rule. What's that? If you roll on something by mistake, and once you you win it, and then they look at it and go, like, why did you roll on that? That has, you know... No use for you. Right. You have to give it back to the master looter, but you lose your money. Did they make that rule for you? No, no, no. no. Okay. <laughs> now, it, it got, you know, I got a warning on it. I'm like, no, no, it was my mistake. Yeah. Because I rolled on something like the tertiary stat all the way down on the bottom had had spirit. It was just oh. like a very little bit, but it was a big enough upgrade that I was like, you know what? I'll take the spirit on that. Yeah. But they said no. Oh. <laughs> so I lost that. And and, I was, and they're like, okay, we're going to refund. I'm like, no, no, no. Make, make no exceptions. Okay. That's the rule. That's the rule. No big deal. Then I got plenty of other upgrades. You know, the one thing I haven't done in a while is gemmed and enchanted. Because when I go over and look at Ask Mr. Robot, I'm like at, you know, 98% optimal. I am not going to spend all that gold for 2% and yeah. then end up replacing it in the next raid. That so, 2% is what separates the wheat from the chaff, though. It, well, I get that. Yeah. Now, Which is fine. It just depends on where your priorities are. It does. But I'm doing okay. Yeah. But now I'm at like 94.9. And I'd always told myself that my cutoff was going to be 95. So now I'm at 94.9 optimal. And so I'm like, uh, I should, yeah. should. I'm like, oh man, it's like right there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'll probably wait until the next raid to gym and enchant. I don't know. I'm kind of on the edge. 5%, that's a little more, you know. Because I am at the cusp of being bounced to the next team, next higher team. I gotcha. Yeah. Well, how much uh, gold are you looking? I don't have even looked into it. Oh. I just I keep looking at. It. I don't even want to know until that number is where I want that number to be. I gotcha. Because because gold right now is not an issue. I don't know about you, but gold is really easy. Because you remember a couple episodes ago, it might have been more than a couple now. I had sunk like twenty five thousand gold into upgrading all of, all the. You know, my character with... Right. I've made that back and then some. Wow. So, gold is easy. I'm not worried about it. But I'm just... I just don't want to spend it unnecessarily, if that makes sense. It makes sense. So, how about you? How has your week been in the Blizzard universe? Um, Pretty normal. I've, I've, taken a bit, I've taken a step back from doing garrison missions, as in just logging on just for the sake of doing them. Oh, not me. I have to because I still don't have my selfie camera. Oh, yeah, I have that. I, so have, I to have to log Yeah, on. you do need to do that. Okay. Once you get your selfie camera, though, then, then you'll be good. I might beg off a little, but I don't know. Yeah. I, see, the problem is, um, you know the forum post that went kind of went viral yes. about how all the stuff in the garrison makes us feel tired. So do you see, I have a theory, but go ahead and we'll discuss my theory. Okay, so my take from that was that I was feeling a little bit frustrated, and then I read that and it kind of clicked with me. And then I said to myself, you know what? I've been doing a bunch of stuff that I don't really need to do. I don't need to mine every day an herb every day on three different tunes. I just don't. 
I go to the mine when I'm out of ore. And now I've decided, like, there's really no point in logging on to just do work orders. I need to log on when I want to do something in particular. When I want to run raiding with leeches. When I want to run uh, Thorn of the Four Winds. Um, when I want to do pet battles. When I log on, use the beginning time to kind of set up work orders and garrison missions. That's fine. But I think just logging on to do, to do garrisons was kind of stressing me out. So I've kind of let that go in my mind. Okay. All right. Got it. It feeds perfectly into my theory. What is your theory? My theory is the WebMD theory. <laughs> okay. So this guy's post, which was very well written, everybody who's frustrated with things reads that post and goes, that's how I feel. Those are my symptoms. Uh-huh. That's exactly me. That's speaking. Of, and now you have quote unquote justifiable reasons to not get log on every day and do the garrisons. Okay. Because you are now seeing, so I am not alone. Somebody else feels the same way I do. They have articulated it properly. That is exactly how I feel, and that is exactly why I feel that. Because I couldn't put a finger on why I felt that way, but now wait, I wait, know wait. why I so felt that way. So what you're saying is, I have a stuffy nose. I read this blog post, and now I feel better because I know I have cancer. Exactly. <laughs> Everything on WebMD. You asked me today because I had a little weird symptoms going on. You check that on WebMD. I'm like, let me check. OMG, I've got cancer. I'm going to die. That's WebMD for you. But the One re- of the symptoms of, of, of yours was the plague. The Just plague? Saying, the plague. <laughs> what you, I Googled what you, you had. Did you WebMD me? Yeah, I did. Stalk much? <laughs> My goodness. I knew you wouldn't do it. I had to do it for you. <laughs> 40 things came up. One of them was a plague. Okay, I've got the plague. Look out. So, but anyhow, all I'm saying is, is this guy's post rationalized for you why you don't like doing garrisons or whatever? It verbalized it. It verbalized it, right? So it gives you an excuse. It's not an excuse. A reason. An answer. It validates. No. Whatever you want to say. No, no, that's my theory. You can't say no to my theory. It's my theory. Uh, Okay, it's your theory. You may attempt to disprove my theory, but it's still my theory. You you have to you cannot agree nor disagree. It's a theory. Saying something that I need an excuse not to do something is kind of it, we're talking about something that's supposed to be fun. I shouldn't need a quote an excuse to not something I don't think that's sure. fun. I no hundred percent agree. However, you kept doing it even though you inside went, I don't know if I'm really having fun or not. And then you read this guy's post, you go, That's right, I'm not having fun. I don't have to do that. <laughs> That's right. She's right. I'm right. We're all right. Nothing attracts a crowd like a crowd. Okay? Fair enough. But at the same time, it, it was more of like, okay, I want to get certain things done in this game. The garrisons kind of make you feel like you have to put in a lot of repetitive tasks to get stuff done. And when you really look at it, you don't. So to me, it was more like cutting out the unnecessary activities. And we would talk about this every time we get a question from Twitter or email of somebody talking about time management. Don't we always tell them to focus on what you want to do? Don't waste your time doing stuff in the game that you don't think is fun, right? Because then you're not truly relaxing. You're not getting your fun meter up, you know. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a sim in my mind. Just no, no, I get you. Yeah, fun yeah. meter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so to me, it's it wasn't that when I'm doing them, I'm not having fun necessarily. It's that feeling like I have to do them every day or else is not fun. If I decide, you know what, I'm going to get in the queue for an LFR, and I log in, and I get in the queue, and while I'm doing the queue, then I run around, do some work orders, do some stuff, then I'm having fun, sure. Blizzard heard you. Yeah. 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 That's why they stack the miner's coffee now. I did notice that. Right? You can stack the miner's coffee and it increases your... I don't even use my, my little uh, burning whatever, burning rush. And by notice that, I mean I was told that and <laughs> <laughs> experimented. Yeah, you need to go in there. You can drink like... I only drink four because mm-hmm. after four, I can't really control my character. <laughs> okay. And that's fast enough for me. I'm like, whoa, okay, that's good. But you do the mine so much faster. I wish that worked in real life. Right? Just drink coffee and go? Just like, oh, you think one cup of coffee is good? Yeah, four. <laughs> Get all your work done in a quarter of the time, then go home and take a nap. You're having heart palpitations. <laughs> I tried to do that a few times here at the studio. We have a little shots of espresso. Yeah. 
which those were meant for coffee, and you're like mainlining those things. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. It was a little warning on them. Do not exceed two in a day. Or I something. know. <laughs> and you're just like, give me four. Whoa. It's fun days, though. Yeah, but don't forget that those coffees do stack, so your speed buff does stack. You can do the mines in like no time at all. That's awesome. And they've, so. yeah, they... A big thing for me was changing the cursor for the work order people. Oh, yeah, yeah. That drove me nuts. Why? It was just some of them had vendor icons, some of them had uh, the dialogue so, icons. Yeah, so they, 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 they made them all the same, the little piece yeah, of paper. Yeah, the same NPC, yeah, yeah, piece of paper. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Well. But what I did do this week was that. I got in my rogue and leveled her to a uh, ninety-eight. Which is Sweet, fun. she's a little gnome rogue. Yeah, what's her name? Uh, Freckleface. Oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you want a good name, I won't mention the game that I played, but I will say that I made a tune in a different game, and I decided I needed something a little fancier than just Freckleface. What is your tune's name in this other do game? Do me that a shall spell or do me to tell you. Tell me, and then if it needs spelling, we'll spell it out. Okay. Freyakel Fasse. Freyakel You stole Frackles. You stole my Frackle name. Frackle. That's what you did. I did. Frackle. You stole his name. Why you steal my tune's name? It's fun. I need to snag that one too. Freyakel Fasse. That's your... You're living dangerously named. <laughs> Pretty much. Nobody will ever know. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Just sounded fancier. Okay. Anywho, so my uh, gnome rogue, I don't know how to rogue. I really don't. Um, I think you just fanatize everything. You know what you do? <laughs> kind of. But I switched over from subtlety assassin to assassination, and it makes a big difference. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, if you remember BRK from last week, he said, your job as a rogue is to pull the boss and die. Well, I can get that done. <laughs> well, yeah. Then you're, you're roguing. And pickpocket and give stuff to Grifta. There you go. Which is awesome. Uh, I'm also building a level three storehouse. Nice. You have to get the achievement, got my mind, and drain our money for that. That's a lot of gold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's still being built, but it's, it's supposed to have a uh, void storage in Transmog Guy. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. That's nice. I like that. Yeah. So, Freck, it is, uh, I guess, 90, I don't know if it's like 98%. Mm-hmm. That's a good, maybe? Yeah. Percent-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, we have plane tickets. Right. You have your hotel room. I do. I have my hotel room. All we need now are BlizzCon tickets, <laughs> which don't go on sale for a while, about a month or so. And um, I'm looking Really forward to just going to BlizzCon for the first time for both of us. We've done a virtual ticket in the past, and now we're going to be there. I don't think I've been west of Kentucky. There's a song about that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been out there. I don't think I've been to Anaheim proper, but I have been out in that area several yeah. times. Uh, we are staying, what, like uh, Thursday through Sunday? Yeah. So typical... You know, nothing crazy. We're not spending a week there. Not doing the Disneyland thing on Sunday. No. We're, we're we got out. Disney here. Yeah. Get Disney in our own backyard. Jamming here. up my traffic. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so we will be there in Anaheim for, uh, for BlizzCon. So if any of you guys are, are planning to attend BlizzCon, let us know. We'll see what, you know, we'll let you know where we'll be, when we'll be, and we'll see if we can't uh, meet up there. I am sure we'll be talking about it more and more as the date approaches. And other things get lined up, like World of Podcast. If we do something with them, we've sent them our information. We'll wait and see. Or if any other panels or, you know, what we're going to do, we'll make our, our itinerary available to people. So it'll be fun. And since we're there, um, if anybody who can't go is, you know, looking for some merchandise or something, you know, let us know. We'll see. what. Rude, I thought you always said it's rude to have Skype sounds on a podcast. I'm sorry. Hang on a sec. Hey, it's Dead Guy. Hang on. Go, let, me, let me. Do you mind? Just let me answer this. All right. Hello, Dead hey. Guy? Hey. Hey, Rude. Hello? So, so do you remember that, that the other day when you did that thing and I said I would do things about the thing? Uh, okay. 
This is so yeah. Cryptic. It was the thing where I let you into that raid and then I walked you through it. Or do I have to walk you through the memory of this for you to remember what I'm talking about? <laughs> I, I apologize for that, dude. I'm sorry. You, you see, you see, you see. What I did is I, all I used you for. I used you to hold my lockout for ICC, and then to be nice, I was going to let you use my lockout, and well, I did. Yeah, and I appreciate that. But after that, but after that, I had to fucking hold your hand and walk you through how to do the fight because you have no fucking clue how to do expa- uh, content that is from how many expansions ago? One, two, three expansions three, ago. Yeah, well. I and you wiped was- twice. That was the whole. <laughs> honest, that is one of my. That is one of my small consolations that you died twice to level 80 raid boss. Well, I didn't know those ice dudes could still knock me off and kill me. But but no, no. The, the game had to go and reward your stupidity I and spit in my face. I to you about this. Dead Wait, time. how'd you get your space fit in? I've been farming the Lich King. For on and off for years, and starting this X back, I've been farming him five times a week, solo farming. Oh wow! Because I want that mount and root on his first time ever soloing Lich King twenty five heroic using my lockout and me walking him through it piece by piece and patiently helping him as he wipes like a moron twice gets the mount. Yeah, I got invincible this week. (laughs) He he tried apologizing before he even learned it because he was trying to soften the blow. Uh But but I'm I'm intelligent enough. I'm not an idiot. So when people try to soften a blow like that, you know, something's coming. And I know where he was. So I knew immediately what he was talking about. So so, uh, I I said it then. I'm going to say it again. (laughs) root. All right, well... (laughs) Let's go ahead and take people back. So, Dad has this really interesting way in how to extend a lockout by getting in different groups and passing leads. So, somebody else assumes a lockout and then passing that lockout off to other players. Is that about right there? Okay. And, in fact, uh, you can store the lockout on your own alts for yourself to use. You just need an intermediary second person to hold it for approximately two seconds as you pass it from your alt to your main. Right. So... I'm going to take you back. I, I go into my garrison. I see Harrison Jones there. I've already done that particular Harrison Jones quest. So I announced to the guild, hey, if anybody needs Harrison Jones, let me know and I'll invite you. Out of nowhere, one of Dead Guy's alts sends me an invite request. I'm thinking he needs Harrison Jones, but I didn't but I didn't think that character was that level, but whatever, okay. So I say, okay. And I get this real, I don't understand what's going on. I have to ask Dead what's going on. And he tells me about how he's doing his little um, lockout swap. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then he politely says, hey, would you like to use the lockout too? I'm like, yeah, sure. That was so nice to you, that guy. I know. I'm just a nice guy like that. (laughs) So he's like, you know, he he, he finishes whatever he's doing with, with his attempt. And then he gets me back in party and says, okay. He has, and he wasn't joking. He had to walk me through step by step exactly what to do. I had to get over to Ice Crown Citadel. I had to get in. He told me how to go back and set it to the right, you know, 25 heroic. He dropped party. And then me, like a scrub a dub noob, I'm like running through the whole instance, forgetting totally about the teleport. <laughs> and I get like the second boss, I'm like, man, I've been running here a while. And so I think I asked him a question about loot ship. Like, do I have to go on a loot ship too? I was like, Root, did you ignore the teleporters? <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> teleporters. <laughs> so I go back, finally teleported. It was pretty close by to me, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Do the teleporter, get to the place. Because <laughs> at one point in time, he's like, so he says, hey, have you have you smacked? No, 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 no. I didn't say smack him in the butt. I said, did you kick him in the ass to get him going? <laughs> so I was like, and that's when I'm like, um, I haven't hit the load ship yet. And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so... I get up there, do the RP, and <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm asking myself, what do I do next? Because I've never soloed this before. I've you always... even had a tank pet out, didn't you? I did. I'm a I was yelling at you. Like, yeah. your tank pet's a waste of your time. No, I wanted him <laughs> to keep Lich King busy. And so... Lich King can't hurt you. You you even killed him. You know this. Weird. So... What the f***, root? <laughs> so... so... 
running around, right? I got the Void Walker and the Lich King. I'm running around, and any little thing that happens to my dead guy, what's going on here? Why is this happening? And he's like, whatever you do, don't let these these glass, these whatever, these bubbles, these ice balls, whatever they were, touch the ground. Which, of course, uh, hey, hey, root, root, root. Yes, sir. You skipped a mechanic. Oh, what did I forget? Shadow traps. Oh, yeah, don't step. Well, that, that one I knew. That one I knew from way back when. Never step in a oh, shadow okay. trap. That but I one thought you I'm, died to one of those anyway. No, I didn't. I never died to shadow oh, trap. Oh, you just died to frostball twice. Right. Gotcha. So, first frostball drops. And, I, you know, of course, I don't have this whatever. Like, that guy's got something he doesn't know about that puts, like, a red laser beam on him when he has a, uh, one of them balls on him. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I know I do have their health bars up, and that helps me, too. Right, and I had that. I had, I had all that going. I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And so the first time, I'm, like, completely oblivious that one was so close to me, and it knocks me off, and you die. And, and, and Decca's like, oh, you done? I'm like, well, I'm actually dead. <laughs> Flying back. Thankfully, and, thankfully, since it's heroic lockouts, uh, once he got saved to heroic, I didn't need to do lockout shenanigans from him, and he could just zone in by himself. So, zone back in. Take the teleporter back up. Go to the platform. <laughs> Kick Start the dude in the butt. Right? <laughs> Do the whole thing <laughs> over again. And that guy is, is constantly telling me, these guys cannot hurt you. Your passive healing will do more healing than they can do damage. They can't hurt you. And now I'm running around, and there's like four guys chasing me. Smack, pop, pop, pop. They're smacking wow. me. And I'm laughing at them. And I make the rookie mistake of turning my camera around to see them chasing me because <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah. Run right over an ice dude, knocks me off. Right? <laughs> so then I tell Dad, I'm like, you know what? This is my last time. I, I'm sick of getting knocked off and dying. Uh, if, if if I can't, if I get knocked off again, I'm done. And I was like, whatever, Root. It's really flipping easy. But if you're giving up that easy, okay, fine. Right. It's so like, <laughs> go back in. Go through the whole thing. Um, oh, then he tells me this awesome little tip, by the way, which was just AOE, and it'll kill the guys. Like one shot, those ice gobulets just yes, run does. around in AOE. Yeah. So actually, he stood still and just AOE'd, uh, just just kept raining fire up during that whole phase, and nothing came close to me. So that was I was like, oh, this is actually kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> so Lich King drops, and I go up to him, loot him. And we have installed, for our raid team, we have uh, a raid loot system installed. And so automatically that pops up. And for whatever reason, I panicked. And my first hey dead to him was going to be some dumb question about, if I'm the only guy in raid and these raid things pop up, <laughs> who else is going to be rolling? So I actually rolled need on all of them. <laughs> Wow, you were set up as loot master. I don't so know it- what happened. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I need this one. I need this. So then when I'm rolling and I see loot and I see Invincible's reigns. And, all, and, you know, Invincible didn't really register anything with me. I saw his reigns. And typically if you see reigns, it's a mount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so my second de- uh, comment to Dead was probably in a different tone that he picked up, which was... Uh, Dead? I'm sorry, Dad. You said something about it. Like, um, and, and I picked up on it immediately. And he starts going, "Learn it, learn it now, learn it now." And I'm like, uh, and I'm still trying to loot the thing, scared to death that it's going to go somewhere else. I wasn't yelling at him because I thought the mount would disappear. I was yelling at him because I thought he might have been trolling me. So I wanted him to put up or shut up, i.e. prove it by learning oh, it. Gotcha. Because Learn it, that it. mount is a rare drop. It yeah. gives you a feat of strength. So if it had dropped, it would have flashed in guild chat. Right. Yeah, it wasn't even linking it. It was showing up in guild chat that I had just done that. So I learned it. And then Dead had some very encouraging words for me as soon as it popped up in guild chat. <laughs> It's like, hey, hey, Root, hey, Root. So so I, I, I've said some things before in the past, but nothing compares to this. I'm going to find you and I'm going to f***ing strangle you to death over this because <laughs> God damn it, I want that mount. You see, every single like RNG drop mount or craftable mount or rep mount pre Miss Pandora, every single one I have wow. except that one. That's your white and, whale. Yes, it is my white whale. I must have it. From hell's heart, I stab at thee. 
Con. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I, I, well, wasn't, I wasn't going that recent. I was going much older. Oh, I know you were. Source. Now, dead guy. Yes. You've been on our show before. We wanted to have you back. So, is there anything that Root needs to do to make peace between you two? Um, don't rage the quit the game in the next month. I'm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I literally had that happen. Uh, one of my friends who's back, and so I'm not upset at him anymore. Uh, he, he ran ICC with us back during MOP. Invincible drop. He won it fair and square. I was jelly, but he won it fair and square, so I wasn't mad at him. Two weeks later, he quit the game, and I was f***ing pissed. That happens more often than you know. We had a guy, when we were writing Dragon Soul, and he was just like, he came on to help us heal. He was just like, uh, you know, a pitch hitter, so to speak. Comes in and helps us heal. He's doing a fantastic job at it. The mount drops for him in Dragon Soul, over mount drops. We all roll. He wins. That was his last raid with us. Yeah, it's not that he wins it. It's that he doesn't use it because he's not playing the game. Right. That's the thing. It's like, come on, at least show it off. <laughs> yeah. If you weren't going to use it, you should give it to me because then I could have used it. <laughs> but then he ended up coming back and he rides it all over the place. So I'm like, OK, he, he's using it. Sure. Good, good, good. Well, honestly, I, I am very thankful that you did help me through it. Dead guy's my coach. He has coached me through uh, the Brawlers Guild through obviously now Lich King, through, through I can't even count how many things he's coached me through. Not to mention how I uh, coach you and everybody through our normal mode raids. Right, right. He's a, he's our raid leader in normal mode, so I get in there. He's telling me you know what to do, where to go, where to stand, everything. And so there, I honestly do feel bad that he has tried so many times, so many years, day in, day out, week in, week out. Okay, you can Black. stop now. <laughs> <laughs> and that is going. It was the best. Is like I <laughs> after that we started doing. We we did a uh, world world bosses, right? Right. Yes, and one of them drops him out too. Remember, yeah. Rukmar. Right. And so I show up, and of course I'm staying there on Invincible. <laughs> <laughs> because why the f not? And, and dead guy looks at me. He's like, "Oh, oh, oh! I see how that is. You just gonna have to." I'm like, "Sorry, just want to check him out." <laughs> I'm doing my mount special macro. Yeah, I heard you had a conversation after that, though. We did. We did. Are you not taking damage? Oh, <laughs> that was after. <laughs> What's that boss's name? Is like he's a he's a centaur, not a centurion. Um, the horse centaur. dude, a centaur. Centaur and where? Uh, it's the, the second world, world boss. boss. The one where range oh, can stay out of his range. He's a centaur, and he's not even remotely a centaur. He looks like one, but he's so thematically not a centaur. I literally had no idea what you were talking about. Uh, he's a genosaur, and it's a plant monster. It has nothing to do with animals, horses, or humans. Looks like a horse to me. <laughs> Just <laughs> like his them uh, dudes. Anyhow, Dead had had let the entire raid team know, for at least for ranged people that our max range exceeds his max range. So if you stand at your max range, he can't touch you. Literally. You will literally take no damage the entire fight. And so after the fight, I'm, I pull up my like damage banners. I'm like, I'm talking in, in vent. I'm like, hey, you know, you know that last world boss fight we did? I, I took like, no damage on that fight. It's almost like I was invincible. And then I basically just went, oh, root. <laughs> I was mad, bro. I was mad. I know you. And, and you know, th there's a part of me, a little part of my heart that, that cries for you over that. But there's a bigger part <laughs> of my heart that just says, I am invincible. <laughs> Actually, let me let me look something up for you to uh, add to my pain so that you can broadcast it to the world because clearly you find it so amusing. <laughs> my mount count. On my Trinai Paladin, who's my highest mount count character. And just to be clear, uh, this is character mount count. This is the, the number that would apply to mount achievements. This isn't cross account. This isn't multi-faction. This is single character mount count. On my Trinai Paladin is 292. Wow. I, I looked it up just to be sure. That's my a lot of mounts. My cross account mount count 
uh, I haven't looked it up recently, and it would take some time. I'm not going to do that right now. Uh, is some, uh, last time I looked was somewhere in the range of 380, and it's gone up since then, so I'm guessing it's somewhere in the range of 385. Goodness. And one of the few mounts that I can reasonably get that eludes me is f***ing invincible. <laughs> Sorry. Well, all right. Well, just don't rage quit the game, Rude, and That's a deal. eventually <laughs> Dead Guy will forgive you, right? So yeah. just, just so you know, I, I would like to extend uh, an offer to you uh, just as a peace offering. If sure. You'd like to, if you'd like me to uh, show you how it's done, um, just... <laughs> <laughs> just let me know. I mean, I can go in there. I've done it once, you know. <laughs> and you got a mount too. Clearly, I did it right. You're obviously yes. not doing something right. Clearly. <laughs> so is it wiped twice and then? <laughs> yeah, it's the pattern. Because <laughs> that's how Blizzard's RNG works. I mean, well, I'm so glad you're not, you know, truly mad at us. You're still gonna be part of the show. Uh, yes. Thanks for uh, thanks for interrupting us. I'm glad I took the call. So, yes, sir. Yes, but, you uh, are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. Do, we do have a show to get back to. So, you you two go have fun and uh, um, show off that mount, or I will kill you. <laughs> All right, I, I will try to do that. Okay. Bye. Bye. So yeah, I got the mount. <laughs> Lucky. Yeah. It, it's now everywhere we go, you'll pull out your invincible. I'll pop mashes of alar. I don't have that one yet. I know. See, yeah. that's the same. Yeah. Or even. No. Yeah. No. You still farming every week? Not every week. Hi. Okay. <laughs> How are you gonna get it if you're not farming it? I know. Well, it's not every week. Okay. I, it's, all right, when all right. I get in there, I get in there. You get there, get in you there. know. So. Yeah. Uh, it's going on. But speaking of mounts, we do have this other little bet challenge happening here for the Drake of the Southwind from Throne of the Four Winds. You know, we uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell them myself. It's now on the map, by the way. If you look at the map, they're named on the map. So they're very it's very clear which one you're going to on the map. I don't know if they were or not before, but now I've noticed them. What are you talking about? The, the, the Throne of the Four Winds and Vortex Pinnacle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? Vortex Pinnacle, at least, it doesn't show up on the map until you've been there. Uh, you have to discover it. And it's so frustrating because, like, unlike other maps where you can see that something is undiscovered and you know you need to go over there to uncover it, uh, the older map is not clear at all. Mm. And, yeah, the first time we were getting all confused, like, which one are we going to? I did have the issue, but, yeah, once you get all uncovered, then you can see it. Well, it's got the big names in on them. I don't know if I had it before or not. Maybe I just didn't notice it, but the names are on them now on, like, a yeah. banner. I still went to the wrong one once. <laughs> I'm which, like, which one do you do first? Um, I tried to do Throne of the Four Winds first. Yeah. Is that because you can get to the exit easier? Exactly. Yeah, me exactly too. Exactly <laughs> right. You end up right. Okay, let me go back over here. Fly on out. Yeah. You know? Whereas the Vortex Pinnacle get the second boss, like, uh, how to get out now? Yeah, yeah I got to walk. Yeah. Well, you know how to get out. Oh, one of the tunnels. No, nah, just jump tunnels. over the edge. Oh. You jump over the edge. You don't die. You and it like it like spirals you up and puts you at the entrance. Huh. So it's not that much more difficult to leave there either. But anyhow, um, we do have business to take care of here. Our previous total was eighteen dollars. Uh, got my dollar here, crisp new dollar that I got from the bank. I said, "Do you have new dollars?" Yeah. They gave me new dollars, and they look weird. Well, I have a wrinkly dollar. Wrinkly still spins. It's been in my pocket for a while. All right, well. It's kind of soft. <laughs> What's that from? That's from some gum thing or candy. No, I'm just telling you. Oh, okay. Try and paint a picture. Uh, we are going to uh, auto-debit Kevin from the Dark Moon's Herald to count $1, which brings the total in our kitty to $21. Freckle face. Did you run? Throne of these four, four wins, as it says on the show notes here. I did. On 25-man normal. Oh. What loot dropped for you in said raid? I think I got a cape and a ring 
and some pants. But no mount? No. Now, Rude. Yes. Did you run Throne of the Four Winds this week? I did. And. Well, first, I had him on 25 Heroic. Uh huh. I can't really do 25 Heroic. Despite the fact that you said last week it was easy? Yeah, so I had him on 25 <laughs> Normal and I just wasn't okay. paying attention. So I reset to 25 yeah. Normal. No problems. That's good. Don't really remember some of the loot that I got. In fact, I don't remember any loot I got because none of it was the mount. Oh. And I just some of them sold for twenty five gold though. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got gold, twenty five gold. So there you go. it was worth going there, but no mount from uh, that particular uh, instance. However, I did get invincible. <laughs> just one more time. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so we didn't hear it the first. In case you didn't hear that, yeah, I got, Twenty. I got invincible. <laughs> What's cool is I have the, you know, I have the mount special. If if you type forward slash mount special, yeah, then your mount does a special. Now here's the thing. Isn't that the same as hitting a space bar? On most, however, yeah. if you are on a flying mount, what space do? Up. Right, and so okay. if you're in a flying mount in a non-flying area, what does that do? It causes your mount to rear. You know, oh, yeah, right? yeah, So it doesn't do the special. Oh, okay. So you need a forest slash mount special, and oh. then it'll do the special. I see. So I have that macroed, and it's kind of cool. Cool. So, um, <laughs> all right, well, yeah, that's that. Hey, we have uh, <laughs> some whispers here. Hey, last episode, you talked about a healing spec for warlocks where did you get that information if you could please send me an email with that information it'd be so awesome bye all right well we'll send you in the email but we are going to talk about it here just so it benefits everybody else what i mentioned was that when i'm in my mind that i have a particular spec that i use so that when i'm using burning rush i'm not taking that much damage and we're pretty much going to go over, there's one glyph and there's some of the tiers that count and some of them doesn't really matter. So we'll go over that real quick and I will send you this an email. So for tier one, I take Dark Region, which uh, returns 20% of max health to me over 12 seconds. Tier two, doesn't matter. Tier three, I take Soul Link, which 20% of my damage taken goes over to my summon demon. So you do run with a demon out for this. Tier four, of course, you do want to take Burning Rush, that's your speed increase. Tier five and six and seven don't matter. And then you get the Glyph of Eternal Resolve, which allows you to also regen health as well. However, as we just mentioned, if you stack the coffee, it really doesn't matter anymore. I have not used this spec since coffee stacked. I can just use my regular, like because your speed increase, like you as a hunter frag or me as what anything that does a speed increase, it will still increase on top of your four or five cups of coffee. It still increases your speed, but it's just way too much, and I find it uncontrollable. So that might be information that's kind of already outdated. Um, the information did, by the way, come from our buddy Dead Guy, who was on earlier. He did also let me know that Blizzard changed how speed buffs stack. Now, if you remember, we had him on right at the beginning of Warlords of Draenor, and he was telling us about how he's doing these crazy speed runs where he was actually running by people on mounts. Can't do that anymore. <laughs> Blizzard realized how stacking speed was working, and they they changed it. That's too bad. So he that was, was so sad. funny. Yeah, he was like doing these crazy 45-second runs through through dungeons and stuff. <laughs> it's like, holy cow. So, uh, yeah. So there you go. Thank you very much for using SpeakPipe. We always love it when you guys do that. We also have an email from Scaresome who says, Hooray for BRK. Thanks for having BRK on your podcast. He is in a hero class for the hunting community. He was one of the first bloggers for the game and was instrumental in getting our hunter pets at level one in the Cata revamp. And he's so funny. He is funny. Yeah. Um, a little teaser. I love doing teasers. There's going to be more information about BRK coming up here very soon. I'll have to talk with him about some of the details, what I can reveal and what I cannot reveal. Uh, but we will be sharing more of that in uh, episode 261. So stay tuned 
for that. Hey, Frank, did you have fun at our last meetup? So much fun. We had a lot of people show up, bounced around, different tables, different conversations. Uh, that's where I, we actually shared information about, you know, the different buffs, especially the speed stacking buff. Nobody knew about it. Right. Um, made plans for BlizzCon and got caught up with other people that what they're doing in the game. It's, it's, it's you know, one of the things I like about it is a lot of times where you will find people who say like, you know, I just don't know what to do. I'm out of ideas. I feel like I'm grinding in the game. And then you can go to a meetup and somebody else mentions something that you've never thought about doing. Or they'll say, like, well, I have a horror tune. Do you have a horror tune? Do you, do you want to go work on this quest to get and then they meet up in the game and they go do that? So, I mean, we meet up what? Once, maybe twice a month. Depending on the month. Depending yeah. on the month. And it is a lot, a lot of fun. It is. So if you guys aren't taking part in a meetup, go check out meetup.com. Uh, type in World of Warcraft in your city or zip code, and you would be surprised what you find. Now, most of them, just so you know, it's not like you're going there to play WoW. Most of them don't do that. Most of them, you're going there to hang out with other Socialize, people. Socialize, meet people. Right. Yeah. These are people who play WoW, so you have something in common. Yeah, sometimes you get on. If you are very Horde-centric or very alliance, if you're faction-centric, be ready to defend yourself. Because there might be some other people who are faction-centric there. But for the most part, it's just like, whatever, you play, you play. So, it's cool. Go check it out, meetup.com. Type in World of Warcraft and then your area, your city, your zip code, wherever it might be. And go join a meetup today. Coming up next in general chat. Garrison Suggestions for Raiders. In episode 258, we discuss some of the more casual aspects of the garrisons. Buildings, followers, and friends you could get. And we're going to take a second look at that topic, but this time, we're going to approach it from a rating point of view. Now, while this isn't a definitive guide, it is what I have seen the majority of people I raid with have set up in their garrisons. And while we did cover followers in episode 258, they don't really play a major role for raiding outside of getting them leveled and geared up as soon as possible. So we are going to concentrate primarily on the buildings that you can get. And suffice it to say, you want to get them to level three as soon as possible. Your salvage yard. This will allow you to get gear upgrades for your followers, weapon upgrades for your followers, and as soon as you get that to level three, you can also get player items and the thing that's called the big crate of salvage. These come back from your follower missions. You go over to the salvage yard. There's crates. There's bags. You open them up there and you get all your, your loot. A lot of times it's gray stuff, but a lot of times that sells for 50, 60 to 100 gold. Yeah, a lot of times the, the gear itself is, is T-Mog stuff. Sometimes it's just really old. Uh, vendor trash, but every once in a while you'll get some really high item level stuff from there. Yeah, the secret is to have your your followers maxed out. Get them up above you so that they are doing a raid tier higher than you, and they're bringing back raid gear for you. It's kind of nice. Second one I recommend is going to be the inn or the tavern. They're both the same depending on the faction you've got. You can go in there and recruit your custom followers once a week. That helps you get different achievements, leveling a certain amount of Followers up to 100 or... Encountering different mechanics. Exactly. That is the biggest thing because once you get up into the higher ranked uh, or follower missions, there are stuff that you need to do to be successful. You find out that, hey, I used to be getting everything 100% and now I've got like 57% chance. The reason you have a 57% chance of winning it is you don't have the right specs available. So you've got to get the right countermeasures from your followers in order to achieve those. The inn also provides additional dungeon quests. So if you're doing your daily dungeon, at least you might be able to get a little more out of there. And, you know, those stack too. It's not like they go away. They're not dailies. They're quests. So you get one, and it's going to be in your quest log until you go and finish it. Once you get your inn or your tavern to level 3, you will also get the lucrative treasure hunter missions, which reward a high amount of gold. Your lumber mill. This one, you, you know, this one might be a little bit of a... Uh, an argumentative point, but I'll explain myself as to why I like this at the end. First off, you get garrison resources. You turn in lumber, you get garrison resources. Not a bad deal. 
while you're in there, you do get a chance of additional Apexis crystals when you get your, your garrison resources. And when you get your followers working in there and you do all the available lumber mill quests, you end up with this big tree dude, druid guy that shoots leaves at your lumber mill, which is kind of cool. And it increases the yield by 50%. Oh. Only the garrison resources, not the Apexis crystals oh. on that one. But we will come back to that at the end as to why I still have this listed. Your dwarven bunker or your war mill, again, depending on your faction, you get rare or epic bonus upgrades. Now, Granted, once you start raiding, this is not that big of a deal except for disenchanting. Now it becomes you know popular to do that. What's more important is you get a pretty much a one seal of tempered fate at no extra cost. You use that for your bonus rolls. Cannot pass that up. That is where you you know throw a coin in the fountain, see if you get anything off a of boss. And just like the salvage yard, you do get follower upgrades from work orders, and you will also get Apexis crystals from your work orders. So it's another way to uh, farm those Apexis crystals. Lastly, your barracks. You can increase the amount of followers you have from 20 to 25, which then allows you to do more missions, which gets you more resources, whatever the rewards are from those missions you're doing. You also get guards, a bodyguard. That's always cool. And you get some racial banners and some other little uh, tidbits you can have from the barracks. Most importantly, though, I think is the plus five to your total amount of followers. That'd be nice. I'm having a hard time juggling people with having that 20 cap. Well, exactly, because you don't, I mean, yeah, there's 20, but then you put people to work. Yeah. And you can't take them off of work. You don't want to take them off of work to send them on garrison missions. So now this allows you to kind of counteract that, which is kind of nice. Now, I mentioned that we would come back and talk about why the lumber mill I felt was important. And that is because in all of what we just talked about for rating, there is an exception. There's always an exception. And this is when a person has, you know, alts, level 100 alts who also have full garrisons. Then you get into the whole min-maxing of your garrison, and it doesn't matter what you have in which garrison as long as your tunes are sharing stuff across them. Then anything goes. Now, some of the guildmates that I have who are on the A team raiding team, the you know, the hardcore raiders, these guys and gals actually tear down and replace buildings on a daily basis, depending on what daily quests they have available to them. So something's more like an enchanting quest or whatever if it's a professional profession related quest then they will build a profession-related building, level it to level three, do that quest, turn it in, and get even more of a benefit to them from that quest. So for them, it is very important to have additional garrison resources. So that lumber mill is always there. And uh, they're always out. There are a couple little spots that I go to that I know where there's one giant tree that spawns and is in a little bit of a rotation. So I like the giant ones. Get 10, 12, 16 lumbers out of it. It's great. I love the lumberjacks that come out. They make me laugh. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Especially, well, I like the big machines. And the machine, people haven't seen the big, you know, cutter that comes down, which is basically like the mount that you got me. Oh, that's cool. And they haven't seen that. They're like, what? What's <laughs> that? And like, oh, that's my lumberjack, dude. It's a big tree. You got to cut it down. So some of the flavor text is funny, too. Yeah. <laughs> So now on the Alliance side, we have Justin Timberlord. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it worth it. I'm a facts and change. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just for that. Don't do that. Just But when we talked to him, he talks about his singing group. Yeah, we got one of those guys too in the horde side. Not Justin Timberlord. No. No. No, we got one over in the war mill. What does he say? I don't know. I never talked to him. He's not, just not, it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> now, Frack, I do want to put a supposed myth or opinion to, to, to rest. Okay. Garrisons are needed. It's not a question of, do you garrison? Do you want your garrison? Do you like the garrison? They are needed. They're not optional. And they should not be approached with whatever you want to do attitude. You need to at least unlock your garrisons to get the most out of Warlords of Draenor. Do you need to do every available task or quest in your garrison each day? 
No, but your garrisons are needed. Why? Thanks for asking. When you're leveling up, there are a lot of major quest lines that are phased and they will not be available to those who have not set up a garrison. If you go into PvP, you need your garrison flight point to gain access to Ashran. Later on, I, you get a little portal to go there. I didn't realize you could only get there from the garrison. You only get there from the garrison. Oh. It's a direct flight point back and forth. No other connecting flight points. Freck, are you doing your legendary quest? I'm very slowly working on it. All right, well, that's, that's a majority of us, I think. But that yeah. thing starts where? I think 98. But where? In your garrison. In your garrison. You've got to have your garrison if you're going to do the legendary quest. And then, you know, gearing up your Pexus crystals, which are basically our currency for minor upgrades and minor minor stuff in WAD. In WAD you know, that's where your, your Pexus crystals come from, the majority of them. Now, there are some benefits on the side for having your garrison. Your mining, your herb garden, your fishing... You know, those are all nice to have. All the bonuses you get from your buildings, all your profession buildings you can build and get additional bonuses from them. Oh, being able to pick up a profession from scratch and not have to go back and get any of the old world materials. Huge. So nice. Huge. And, of course, your follower missions, which then bring you back either gold or resources or trinkets or toys or, for some people, selfie cameras. Yeah, sorry. So it is something that is needed but it is to the extent of what you do with it that you know yeah i'll give you leeway there but it's not a question of are garrisons needed or not yes they are needed what you do with them that's up to you we asked all of you on twitter what you had in your garrisons for rating and this is what some of you had to say yep x says salvage yard because it prevents me from going broke war mill is okay but if you don't raid much and you're capped it's useless Cole says, my main has enchanting, so I can make enchants. And the enchanter study is for work orders. Spanky Hunter says, war mill for the free bonus roll. Bunker for extra followers to make sure it's 100%. The enchanting hut to disenchant for mats. Jewel crafting for gems. Fuzzball says, the menagerie. He spends so much time LFG pugging, the menagerie gives him something to do to pass the time. And Fred the Geek says, unless you are an enchanter, then you should have an enchanter study. Well, thank you all so much for sharing that. Now, here is a little tidbit that I didn't know up until recently. And that is, I don't have an enchanter study, so I can't DE stuff in my garrison. However, I know people who are enchanters, or do have an enchanter study, rather, in their garrison. You can just get them to invite you to their garrison and go use theirs. And I didn't know that. Yeah. So a lot of times I've been just, you know, vendoring stuff that I could be DEing. Because here's the thing. I know I'm not a, a disenchanter. I'm not an enchanter and I can't DE stuff and I can't, you know, do, you know, make the enchants or weapons or whatever. And yeah, our our guild bank has a plethora of them and they're all like, oh, take what you need. You know, I feel horrible doing that. Why? I just do. So what I do is I take the materials for them and I put them in the guild bank. So that the enchanters can go get that and make more enchants. Ah, I gotcha. So, you know, you give some, you take some. Yep, it's a circle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sing. Okay. I almost did. I (laughs) I was tempted. That's what I was going for. (laughs) No. (laughs) Sung earlier. That's enough. (laughs) I did my Invincible song. (laughs) Get another one in there. AOE Incoming. Well, Freckleface, I think it's about time that you and I step back into the grand AOE booth, as it were. The circle of uncertainty. That sounds intimidating. Well, it should be, because we have none other than Evlix on the line with us t- to play a fantastic deadly round of AOE. Evlix, how are you tonight? I'm very good, thank you. And yourselves? Doing pretty good. Thank you for uh, staying up late for us for this round of AOE. Well, it's not actually that late. It's only 10 p.m. here. Well, it's not too shabby then. It's because of the daylight savings time. Yeah, we still do that weird thing over here. Let's oh, yeah, we've got it coming in two weeks' time, so. Yeah, they uh, keep making it earlier and earlier. Well, the, the, co- the colony is just, we, we just do things weird over here. 
Hey, at least, at least you're not like Arizona who don't bother at all. Right, and that just messes <laughs> it up for everybody else. It's like, come on, guys. Either you know what's weird is that there are some municipalities or states that inside of the state, some counties or municipalities observe it, and some don't. That's weird. So you could have a neighbor like in the next county <laughs> over who doesn't observe it. Wow, that's, that's a bit strange. I, I just want to decide. What about like my zip code or my neighborhood? <laughs> do it by neighborhood. No, this yeah. neighborhood doesn't. It's like, no, I don't feel like doing that I right now. I don't feel like doing that right now. This is no, an optional thing. I want my extra hour. You know what I do feel like doing? What? Playing around of AOE. Me too. So the biggest and most important question for you tonight, Evelix, is who are you going to challenge, either myself or Freckleface? Well, last time I was on, I challenged Freckleface. So I think it's only fair that I challenge you this time. Oh, okay then. Well, I will uh, see myself out of the studio as you take a listen to this. Get ready to play HearthCast AOE. The game where you don't have to be exactly right to win. Here are the rules. Caller, you go first. Players get two points for being closer to the right answer and four points for being exactly right. If both players' answers are the same, the players split the points. In the event of a tie, we go to the time card. The player with the fastest time wins. Okay, Evelix, are you ready? I am ready. Okay, this set of questions is about the Zone Negrand, and I am starting the timer now. Question one, how many quest chapters are there? Nine. Question two. How many zones border New New Grand? Two. Question three. How many flight masters are there counting both factions? Eight. Question four. How many battle pets can be captured only in the Grand? Three. And question five. What is the minimum level for any quest in the Grand? Ninety-eight. And time. Okay, let me go grab Root. Oof, that thing tingles. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> So, sir, how did you do in uh, in Freck's little questions there? Oh, really horribly, I think. Oh, so it might stand a chance. We'll see. As long as it's not about pet battles, I'm good. I stand some <laughs> some portion of a chance here. Well, Root, are you ready to... Uh, ah, no, can you give me a moment? No? Okay. I'm just kidding. Just okay. kidding. <laughs> I thought you were limbering up there on the sidelines. <laughs> Now, this set of questions are all about the zone, the grand. The current zone or the old zone? The current zone. Oh, okay. And starting the timer now. Question one, how many quest chapters are there? Six. Question two, how many zones border New to Grand? Three. Question three, how many flight masters are there counting both factions? Really? Uh, I'm going to say seven, just because. Just because. All right. Question four, you're going to hate me. How many pet battles can be captured only in the Grand? Um, ten. I have no idea. Question five, what is the minimum level for any quest in the Grand? Uh, 94. And time. All right. Are you guys ready to hear the answers? I believe so. Okay. So, question one. The question was, how many quest chapters are there? Evelix said nine. Root said six. The correct answer was eight. So, Evelix was closer. Oh, 2.7. Yeah, question two. How many zones border New New Grand? Evelix said two. Root said three. The correct answer is one. Ah, oh, you're closer again. Now, Old Grand, I think, had two zones bordering it, uh, but 
the new one, or maybe the new one's the old one, or however you want to call it. Well, I was counting the sea border with Frostfire. Uh, ah. Yeah. No, I weren't really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question three. How many flight masters are there, counting both factions? Evelix said eight. Root said seven just because. And the correct answer was nine. Oh, you're kidding me by one the entire show. This is awesome. And question four. How many battle pets can be captured only in the grand? Evelix said three. Root said ten. The correct answer was one. Oh, again, you're closer. The cleft hoof runt is the only pet That's that it? can only be captured in the grand. Wow. Everything else will be captured somewhere else as oh, well. okay. Mine was a total guess. I haven't even done pet battles this expansion yet. Yeah. There's a lot of fun ones. Yeah. And last question. What is the minimum level for any quest in the Grand? Evelix said 98. Root said 94. The correct answer is 98. Wow, right on them. Right I didn't on get the a money. single one. Right. No, you did not. Evelix, you won that one. Congratulations. You won Hardcast AOE. You get bragging rights since we can't get Loot Crate to ship overseas. <laughs> he paid you 12 to nothing. I know. Skunked me. Wow. Skunked you, yeah. I thought I had at least one in there. I thought my seven... Yeah, the only one point. I knew was the very last one. It's always where you go when you're getting up there. Yeah. 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 I thought my flight master one was going to get it. I thought it was going to like yeah. split hairs or something in there. Yeah, that was a, a, a complete and utter total guess. Wow, where's my wallet? I think you got my wallet, too. <laughs> I didn't take that. I have, however, got your mount. <laughs> yes, you do. I'm so jealous. Oh, man. I still keep going back into Vortex Pentacle to try and get that one, and that one keeps eluding me. So tell us all, I heard you back in your podcast, and you've brought it back. You have, uh, in, in, for lack of better words, reincarnated or, or uh, revived well, it. The, the podcast is brand new. Um, but I, it was, it's basically replaced my blog cause I got too lazy to write. So uh, rather than tr sort of struggle to come up with words and put them in, into, onto the paper sort of thing on the online and the blog, I just thought, well, I'm always talking. I'm always talking about the game with people. And I thought, well, just do, try a podcast. And it's quite, it was quite scary the first few, but I'm slowly now getting into it. And then you just don't realize how much of a time sink doing a podcast is until you try it yourself. Well, especially Cause you, yours because you put a lot of, of uh, editing into your post with a lot of sound effects and everything else. Yeah, I do, yes. And I'd love to be able to just have a soundboard that I could just do it all on the fly. But um, it's literally just one man and a mic <laughs> and <laughs> audacity. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear you back. You're definitely in my regular rotation. I was so here, so glad to hear uh, the information over on Realm Maintenance that you'd come back. So that that uh, it's it's different enough that it makes my my commute that much better every day. So oh, or every day you. that it's on, anyhow. So yes, it's I'm doing show seven today and tomorrow. So get get out there, get out there, everyone, take a listen. Well, tell our listeners how they can find your show online. Yep, yeah, the, the show is um, on iTunes, on Stitcher. Just search Evangelism there. Or you can visit my website, which is podcast.evlix.co.uk. It's not a .com. Um, I'm trying to work on getting the actual Evangelism name as a, as a site, but uh, I'm struggling to get hold of a decent one at the moment. Yeah, that would be kind of tough. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, it is spelled differently because uh, instead of having an ISM at the end, it's a YSM. Hmm. You know, so, a lot of people like to register those misspellings of names too. True, they do. They do indeed. Um, but the reason I spelled it that way is because I, I, I formed my blog back in the beginning of Cataclysm, and I was, I was trying to come up with something a little bit catchy and a little bit topical. And it was just a combination of three words, which was Evelix, my character name, the angel, which is the priest, and then ism on the end, just because it was cataclysm, and it sort of fitted with what I was trying to do as well. So preaching all about priests and 
the timing was sort of right for ism on the end. Sure. And what about your Twitter? How can people find you there? Yeah, I've got two Twitters. One for myself, which is at Evlix, which is E-V-L-Y-X-X. And the show's um, Twitter account is at EvangelismCast. Um, and unfortunately, podcast wouldn't fit on the end. <laughs> we feel your pain. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us uh, for this fantastic round of you. Thank you for I, having me again. I think this is the first time I've never gotten a point. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> At least one. So. Your first chat. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you, you should be <laughs> Well, awesome. And I do encourage all of our listeners to go and check out your podcast because it is definitely something worth listening to. Thank you. Hi, I'm Shai T from Monk Meditation, and you're listening to HearthCast. Well, that brings us to the end of episode number 260 of HearthCast, Building Your Garrisons for Raiding. Want to give a special shout out to Yep X, Cole, Spanky Hunter, Fuzzball, and Fred the Geek for your insights on Twitter for our garrison buildings. And big thanks over to Roe for retweeting that and other people who favorited or retweeted. That does do a lot of help for us. Of course, I want to thank Evelix for coming on the show and playing Hearthcast AOE. Beating me down, shutting me out. <laughs> wow. Taking my wallet. Man. And as always, I want to thank our followers on Twitter and our friends over on Facebook. And as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening. <laughs>